Blog Talk Radio. What's good, what's good, what's good? It is the Juice Radio Show. We are back, y'all. It is your girl, of course, the one and only, the mostest of the hostess, the hostess with the mostest, I mean. <laughs> uh, it is TK. So this is the Juice Radio Show. I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. You got your boy, Young Tiller, over here. Hey, it's Prince Q. All right, what's up with it, y'all? It's me, Lucy. Okay, so Lucy, let's go ahead and you know give the people the weather, what's been going on, you know. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. The weather that we have today is 69 degrees. Then Friday we're gonna have a nice day. It's gonna be sunny. It's gonna be 64 degrees. Then Saturday it's gonna be 40 40 percent chance of rain, but it's gonna be 71 degrees. And then Easter Sunday it's gonna have an 80 percent chance of rain. It's gonna be 67 percent. I mean. 67 degrees, and then Monday, it's going to be 53 degrees, mostly Sunday, sunny, mostly sunny through the whole day, so that's what we got for the weather. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to briefly talk about our drive Saturday, um, that actually went really good, so thank that I want to thank the community for coming out and, you know, supporting the Just Radio Show, and, you know, helping us help y'all, so, and it was cold too, so thank y'all for coming out, and you know, just making sure that y'all get y'all stuff, get y'all supplies for the kids, all of that good stuff since school is out. Um, also, just a reminder, make sure y'all listen live to the Bobby Eaton Show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. and Saturday, 12 to 2 p.m. They're talking about topics that concern our community. Listen to the Groove Zone with Dale, Mr. Groove, Taylor every Saturday, 2.30 to 5.30 p.m., 70s, 80s, and 90s. Also, there's the Billy Bell Morning Show Monday, Friday, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. through 9 a.m. Bring the funny and informing you on the trending topics. There's Two Dogs Radio Show, which is Thursday, uh, Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Talking NBA, NFL, boxing, and all the things sports lock in with Throne and Yo. Then you got DMAC has the groove on Sundays from 2 to 5 p.m. Put the, put the time for jazz on your calendar. So make sure y'all tune in to KBLB 89.9 Community Radio. So let's get into our news and what's been going on in the world. Okay. So other than the coronavirus going on, um, lately, what's happened earlier this week was a man has been shot. Has A man shot with arrow dies days later on. Um, <clears throat> the Tulsa police say that a man that was shot by a crossbow earlier this week has died from his injuries. Um, Not a crossbow. Yeah, it That's was a crossbow. Crazy. And then mainly everything else, there's been a lot of deaths in Oklahoma lately. Um, there's also uh, 1685 total Oklahomans tested positive for corona. Hmm. 80 total virus-related deaths reported. Um. So yeah, that's really it's really just about it. That's been going on uh, locally in Oklahoma. Did they say why? Like why he got shot? No, nah, I didn't say. Didn't say why he was shot. It just says that he he was shot by a crossbow. That's just that's it. Mm. Uh, My mind thinks about a lot of stuff. I think <laughs> about specific movies. 
Right. Uh, I just feel like I are taboo right now. I don't want to say, but I'm thinking like some Walking Dead type stuff. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was <laughs> like thinking he was too. a zombie yeah. and he just got hit with a crossbow. Man, man <laughs> stay safe out here, and you right. know, I just definitely want to say, stay home. Yeah, that's <laughs> your best can, choice. Yep. If you can stay home right now, just stay home. And if you're working, just make sure you take you know the precautionary measures you need to take. Yep. Maybe right. get a mask. Maybe right. get some gloves. Just be safe and just take care of yourself. Agree. But uh, what y'all think about how y'all how y'all think Easter Sunday gonna go down? You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be different. Different. I don't know. I feel like. Well, I don't know. More people are gonna definitely use live. More people are gonna definitely use social media, is what I see, and just you know technology to try right. to continue the tradition. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Um. And I think this is just a great time for everybody to really just really just enjoy your family because that's who you're around the most. And you're celebrating these holidays and, you know, just really enjoy your family and really just learn from this. You know what I mean? Like, there's this Tyra Banks, me, my love, and she's making his face. She's like, learn something from this, you know? (laughs) And I feel like that's what I really want this coronavirus to do for everybody. Like, Please don't like let this all happen in vain and you go back to your old habits, old ways, or there was nothing that you learned or took away from this period of time. Like really dig deep for that. Yeah. Yeah. Today, like like as soon as I woke up, I was just like, you know, I got myself together and I was like, Yo, I gotta get back on my stuff. Because yeah. like even like health wise and get my money up, like I gotta get back on my stuff. I used to I'm telling y'all, man. Man, you I was on my stuff, so Surround I got yourself kinda, around like-minded people. Yeah, you know, just people that are on, have the same goals as you do, and people that are just uplifting and motivating. And it's easy to get sucked into this depression that is sweeping the nation and sweeping the world. Yeah, but be a light. Agree. You yeah. know that faith that we have is what makes that light shine. So yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been crazy, man. That's just like today. I was. Mom came in there and she was like, "You still sleep?" Like, I know. I'm still, that's twelve o'clock and I'm still in the bed sleep. I know. Ain't nothing else to do today. So there's, I mean, it's really just, what can you do? You know, you can't go to work. You know, you can't. Ain't but supposed that's to leave the, the thing. House. Like, because you can't go to work, it's like, I feel like okay, because we've been so conditioned to the whole like, let's go to work. To do your nine to five, this regular adult job and quote, right, a real job, and then come right. home and go to sleep and then do it again. Right, and it's like that's the that's the hustle for everybody. But really, it's like okay, but what are you doing for yourself? Are you trying to create a business? Are you trying to create generational wealth? Yeah, like what are you trying to do? Yeah, it's Agreed. a good you know? time to think about all that stuff. Yeah, now. yeah, Put and that then, stuff together. Right, yeah. and our parents are the ones who have done the whole nine to five and come home. They used to yeah. that, you know, that routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with our generation, we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. We lazy. <laughs> not, not, not necessarily, necessarily lazy. lazy. But I would say like we, us as a generation, we feel like there's other ways to make money rather than like working a nine yeah. to five, you know, like yeah. every time you talk to your parents, you know, you're like, you're trying to do this, you're trying to do that. They're like, nah, you need to get a nine to five. You know, you got to be working. Like you got to, Wake up early, because go to work, and then to survive. That's how, yeah, yeah, that's how that generation did it. But we're a different generation. We're more like, creative. Exactly. Like everybody's like, man, forget a nine to five. I'm gonna create a YouTube. I'm gonna right. make yeah. music. Okay. I'm gonna okay. do like, I'm gonna become Instagram famous and whatnot. Yeah. And the problem and so, with that is that that's that's been like looked down on. 
You know, like people think that that's that's lazy. That's like you don't want to do nothing. You just want to sit yeah. back and okay. eat off okay. me. But really, it's like sense. it's like I'm trying to get I'm trying to get out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. 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 True that. So man, okay, so these topics are about to be like mad interesting. Man. I'm so ready to hear everybody's opinions. <laughs> so, um, what we're we gonna talk about is I'm gonna just read them all so that you know we can get through it. Um, is fashion and revivalism and how fashion has changed over the years. Um, our next topic is polyamory. Um, the other one is feminism slash gender roles, um, key elements in relationships. And the last one is healthy eating and do people have better eating habits when they're in good moods? So let's touch on that one, the last one, healthy eating for a little bit. So the question is, do people have better eating habits when they're in a good mood? What do you guys think about that? <laughs> no, no, no. I say no to that. No. Because yeah. once you're, once you're like, oh, I'm in a good mood, you know, I'm about to. I'm about to go be fat. I'm about to go be fat. I'm about to go eat me like a whole box of pizza to myself because I'm just in a good mood. I'm feeling myself. I'm not saying me. I'm I'm just saying like, you know, for other people, you know, like I'm eating a big bowl of spaghetti or something. <laughs> I think I get what it's saying though. I feel like it, what it's saying is, you know, whenever you um feel good, you know, you feel good about yourself to make good decisions. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Because if I'm going to the gym and I'm taking care of myself consistently and I'm feeling good about myself, that's kind of what I think it means. Like, if I'm feeling good about myself, I am going to want to take care of myself. I am going to want to, you know, uh, do what I need to do to make myself feel more good and mm-hmm. prosperous. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt that. I mean, I think... Okay. I know I said this to y'all, but again, I'm doing my little juicing thing, and it's because I feel good, you know, and I want to feel good. Yeah. So, and this is a way that helps me feel better, is to eat better, mm-hmm. because, like, in return, I feel better. In a time so, like this? Yeah. That's the best Perfect time. thing. Perfect. Perfect thing to, to do in a time like this. Yeah. Perfect thing. Because you want to save the world, but the first person you have to save is yourself. That. So that's where it begins. We think yeah. it begins in all these other places, but no, it's that's this is the first temple that you have to be mm-hmm. worried about. Worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you break down, you can't do nothing. Mm-mm. You can't help nothing. You can't help the world. You can't do nothing but sit there and mm. be sick. Yep. <laughs> so it's okay yeah. to be selfish sometimes, and now is them time to be selfish. Think about yourself before yeah. anybody else. Yeah. And you know. And it's not to say either, just like, you know, just really just trying to understand your relationship with yourself to help other people. You feel me? Like, that's how I feel like, too. Like, sometimes you just got to understand your relationship with yourself and it requires you to be alone, social distancing and social isolation and, you know, enjoying your alone time. As much as it can be hard sometimes. Yeah. It can be really hard sometimes to be alone in your thoughts, you know, with yourself. Mm -hmm. But this, you know, this perfect time right now to do it, you know, in this Corona era right right now we're in and when people are just so restless and they're bored at home, like there's a lot of things you could be doing. Yeah. If you really, and that's when people say they're bored because I say I'm bored all the time, but like I know deep down in my spirit, like if I say I'm bored, it's because there's some things I haven't discovered that I should be doing right now that would help me starting a business, writing a book, reading books that I've never read working out at my home maybe even just trying to continue to better myself with my time what i love is like how 
I feel like a lot of um, maybe like 20 and up that that you know era um, I feel like we're dang I just lost my dang thought <laughs> um, right I was dang what was I going to say millennials man just I feel like the millennial generation like we're so we're just like very in tune with just our creativity and yeah you know very in tune with like spirituality we're not really bound to certain things we're just kind of growing we're kind of like an upgrade a little bit just kind of growing in a more creative independent way mm-hmm. okay I now remember <laughs> that just kind of brought it back um okay yeah I was gonna say like around that age we're I love how like we um like try to figure out things to like create or to mm-hmm. make ourselves better it's always like trying to figure something out you know I, yeah. I kind of like that about Mm-hmm. Our generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you know, like I'm about to get my blog back up. I have a blog called Qualities.net, and it's all about spirituality, fashion, um, music, but also just my thoughts on the world and my poems and everything like that. And um, find something creative right now that you can give. You feel like you can give to the world. I challenge yeah. you. Like something like small. Like even at my school, we're about to do this art project, and I just feel like. I'm at home staying busy doing things that I love. Like, I'm fine. Like, you know, like, I'm enjoying this because I know everything doesn't last forever. And, like, this is a period of time, maybe to grow, to learn, you know? I feel that. I completely understand. But at the same time, you got to know what you want to do, though. Yeah. I mean, there's some things that you can and can't do. I'm not saying that, okay, I take that back. I don't want to say that. There's things that you can't do because you can do anything you put your mind to, to be honest. But once you like, once you started doing something and you like, and you look at the work that you've done and you're just like, okay, you know, this work that I did, I don't really, I don't really like it. It wasn't really a good job. And so, you know, you know, your strengths and your weaknesses and what you can, what you can and cannot create. You know what I'm saying? So take it like, Somebody wants to make music. They make a couple. They make a couple of songs, but it's not like. I mean, sometimes it takes practice and whatnot, and to make yourself better to understand where you want to go and whatnot. But what if they can't just like make music at all? Like, well, I feel I feel like everybody has creative gifts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if that's art. It don't matter if it's music. Don't matter if it's sewing, don't matter if it's poetry, don't matter. It could be simple. We're all creative, and that's why we're here. Like, we got these five fingers, right, to create, to draw, to pick up things, to do things with. So I try not to, like, put, like, a a title or limitation on creativity Mm -hmm. because everybody's creative. Right. You know? So I just feel like right now, take advantage of that creativity, whatever that is, whatever that elevates you and makes you, you know, to grow and expand in the place that you're at that you feel like you can't grow and expand because you may feel like you can't grow at your house, but oh, there's potential to grow. I love how we're like just straight up like making this, being so optimistic in these times. <laughs> yeah. Somebody got to do it. Yeah. Somebody, Somebody got to do it because if, we if we're all pessimistic, we all drown. Yeah, man. that's yeah. true. Yeah. I so. so, man, okay, we're going to take a quick break, y'all. Um, we'll be right back with more topics. We have a lot to talk about. Um... So, yeah, we'll be right back. This is the Juice Radio Show. Uh, I have Beyonce before I let go. Y'all stay tuned. Peace.
We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. If your credit starts with a three, four, if your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554. Or text camp to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Y'all, we are back. This is your girl, TK. This is the Juice Radio Show. Um, we still got, you know, the same people on the show. If y'all can introduce yourselves if you want to, you know. Oh, you're right. My bad. They couldn't hear themselves. All right. <laughs> You got your boy Young Teller over here. It's Prince Q, a.k.a. Quentin Marcellus. Oh, yeah, man. It's me, Lucy. Yeah, so we're going to get into our next two topics. Um, this this topic has always been a, a debatable topic for me personally. Um, but, yeah, uh, so we're going to talk about polyamory and femi- feminism and gender roles. So let me just give a brief um, definition of what polyamory is. So polyamory is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one one partner with the informed consent of all partners involved. I'm going to read that one more time. With the informed consent of all partners involved, it has been described as non-consensual, ethical, and responsible non-monogamy. People who identify as polyamorous believe in an open relationship with a conscious management of jealousy. They reject the view that sexual and and, um, relational experience exclusivity are necessary for deep committed long-term loving relationships right y'all got that mm-hmm. you understood okay mm-hmm. and then we also going to talk about uh, feminism and gender roles so first let's talk a little bit about um, polyamory so what are you guys views on um, people who are poly and just polyamory in general crickets <laughs> um, I can start. I just, man, I have a lot to say. But the one thing I do want to say is that I don't judge somebody else's relationship. 
And the reason why I have to put that disclaimer out there is because I think oftentimes we can be so self-centered sometimes to think that what works for us will work for somebody else. And when two people are grown, when three, four people are grown, I mean, they can do what they want to do. And I think there's some, some, some relationships may work that way and they may be happy. They may be, they may be rainbows over their house, you know, like they may be just happy in that relationship, but yet the other people around them are telling them that it's wrong and making them have anxiety about it. Make, I'm personally, I like to be in a monogamous relationship, but I have had friends and I have had people in my family that have been in those type of relationships. And I just didn't judge because I just realized like, you know, at the end of the day, like everybody's kind of allowed to make those type of grown decisions. You know, I know I couldn't do it because I'm selfish in a relationship. Like I need you with me. Like I, I only want, right. want to be with one person. So yeah. for me, like I'm too selfish to <laughs> to do that. But uh, yeah, I agree. Man. My soulmate's one person. Okay. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel kind of the same way. Yeah. Yep. If I'm gonna have you, I'm with you to myself. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like to share. If, that's, if there's one last thing my ego can keep, like that's is that. Like, no. <laughs> like I, I can't. I mess with you on that one. <laughs> for the people, for the people that do do it, you know, that's, you know, that's that's their thing. You yeah. know, not everybody is meant for it to have multiple partners and whatnot. You know, um, it's a. I feel like that's a lot of work to be honest. Inviting emotions. Yeah more emotions and complications yeah. and yeah. stuff man <laughs> to say if you make one partner mad then you know you what me? if you make like all like say you got like three partners and you made both of them they both mad at you because of something so simple that you did you know it's just like uh i can't do it you know yeah. you'd be wanting to quit right there let alone i mean one is probably bad but now you got two people that's really mad at you that's yeah, you, you know tell, that's you and then i promise it, you there's you know? gonna be always you know one or two people that are more closer than the other. Like this right. is always gonna happen. Yeah. Somebody gonna feel like the third wheel. You already know. Like this, a, this person is gonna have more of a closer relationship with him or her. Like I feel like that's always the case. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I'll say I identify as poly. I've been as a poly person. Okay. Right? Um, I've been in other relationships before. Um, and to answer like the question of what if like someone is mad at someone and then like having a relationship with somebody who it may be a little bit stronger than the other person's relationship it definitely takes maturity yeah. and yeah. communication like open communication 100 percent. so like I, I read again on the definition and social oh i'm sorry i'm going to a different definition but um basically it was saying like how the communication has to be open with both part with both partners on if the relationships are going to be sexual, if they're going to be non-sexual, if they're going to be just friendships, if there's going to be just dating. So you and your primary partner would come to an agreement with whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And if your primary partner, I say primary partner because I'm speaking of that one person who you're like more connected to. Mm-hmm. Um, if that person's like, okay, cool, let's do it. Then y'all will come to an agreement on how it's going to happen. Um, and you know, so also too, when you said open relationships versus, well, you didn't say versus, but when I heard those two things, open and poly, for me, open sounded, I think people hear open more than they hear poly. Yeah, I agree. You know, so when you hear poly, it's like, it's probably all these shows you've watched and yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> all this whole, un, maybe this television or a movie version of what you think it is, but like, 
you know, I've heard people, I, I know people in open relationships, you know, and, you know, that's what they say more than poly is. So it's, what would you say? Would you say that poly and open relationships are the same thing or different things? I'm going to say they're the same. Okay. And I say they're the same because a poly relationship is simply just believing you can love more than one person. An open relationship is basically the same thing. Well, actually, wait, okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm actually going to say different because, again, poly loving someone, you know, more than one person. In an open relationship, you don't even have to love this person. Like, you can just be like, just chilling with this other, or going on a date with another person. That could be an open relationship. Yeah. Or, Ooh, that would make me high headed. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, like just spending time with somebody else. That could be an open relationship. But it's open because open means communicate. So if I'm going on a date with somebody else, I'm going to tell you. If I'm going, it may not be <laughs> then, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what happened. And, you know, if I'm being sexual with someone, then we can discuss that. If you're not okay with it, then it don't have to be sexual relationships. It can just be another. So let me ask you to, what did you say? I'm sorry, the last part you said. No, I was just saying, like, it could just be same sex or opposite sex friend. Yeah. You know. Well, one thing I was going to say is, well, a question I was going to ask you is, because for me, my heart gets involved. Like, when I'm with somebody and I love them. Yeah. And, you know, I'm intimate, sex, all that, right? Like, I can't fathom that happening with somebody else other than me. And so I feel like in a poly relationship, you know, that's the anxiety that I would get. It's just like, you already, ha- you, at, in general, you all, you already have anxiety as a human being when you're in a relationship, you're being cheated on already. Because people yeah. just put that out there in mu- music, everything. Like, but I feel like with poly, it's like, in the back of my head, I'd be thinking, okay, like, what are you doing over there with them that isn't what we have? You know, like, I'm just very selfish when but it comes to that. <laughs> let me just say real quick, we got Willie Will in the building, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, we're just talking about polyamory. Um, so, to kind of give feedback on what you were saying, um, I definitely wholeheartedly believe that love is not meant to be restricted it's not meant to be i only love you i only love one thing i don't believe there's a such thing as just loving one thing one person right so even though you have a different relationship with your mom and your brother y'all still love each other you know um but i I do believe that you know there is no such thing as that so and, and i don't believe in ownership right so if i'm say i'm with wayne right for example for example say we together (laughs) And this is example. Okay, I hope Say we together and I'm like, nah, you can't Okay, like, let me Ooh. think of an example. I can't wait to add something to this, <laughs> by the way. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> but if I'm like you mine and you can't be with nobody else ever and you can't talk to nobody else, you can't do nothing nothing ever, ever, ever. We can't the conversation can't even be had. It's it is selfish and it is you know, you in a way it's saying that that you I own you. I own your love. I own everything you're giving me. All of that. And I don't in, in, in actuality. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's just like, you know what I mean? Uh, I feel like I can, I can enlighten you. So okay. I, hear, I definitely hear what you're saying 100%. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say is that we can restrict ourselves even in, you know, other types of relationships. Like people can control you and they can be a certain type of way. What I think 
what we're really should be talking about really is like that agreement between yeah. either more than yeah. one person yeah. or that agreement between you and that person. Yeah. Because even in that agreement, there's going to be some form of what we think is manipulation control, mm-hmm. all these different things that we feel like um, are disrespectful or trying to control us and tell us what to do. Because even in, even in monogamous relationships, it can feel like that. Yeah. You know, because um, even if a person does choose you and they say, I choose you, you know, it still can feel like this person is controlling me in this way or in that way or, you know, but it's a, my, I guess pretty much what I wanted to add to what you were saying is, is that I feel like, you know, even in different types of relationships, it, it can feel like that. Yeah. You know, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're putting restrictions on me and telling me, because at the end of the day, we're all going to be attracted to somebody regardless if we're single or taken, you know, like yeah. we're going to always be attracted to people that we find attractive. Like that's not going to stop. But I feel like it's all about that agreement that you have. Like, okay, we can't change that. It's okay to be attracted to somebody else. I mean, that's normal. But the agreement is like we're in a relationship yeah. and the sex, the intimacy, the love, we want to keep that between each other. And I feel like with in a polyamorous relationship, would it be that way? Would it be like this thruple? Like, <laughs> are you, like, are you, what are you, what are you asking? Saying, is, it, is, is it like emotionally the same as a, monogamous relationship it can be that sounds like a lot of energy to take on it does but (laughs) i'm okay (laughs) okay (laughs) i have every one of my lectures has not been poly has not been open so when in the open lectures that i have been in there has been okay i've had my i have my primary partner right so i have the one who i was with before i even met all of the other people so I have you. We have a connection, a bond that cannot be broken, regardless of if I'm over here with this dude <laughs> or this girl or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? What we have between each other is sealed, locked. And that's, you know, we know that that's, that's what's up. That's what it is. So he will be okay with me doing this and that because he knows that what we have is not going to be broken, regardless of who I meet who I talk to, even if they can offer me something that you don't offer me, it's not going to be broken because it's an emotional attachment that I have with you that I don't have with this person. A deeper attachment that I have with you that I don't have with this person. So do you think, is it possible to be emotionally satisfied with three people? I do, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because this person can give me something that you ain't giving me. You can give me something he ain't giving me and he can give me something both y'all ain't giving me. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Emotionally, I'm cool. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, ooh. If, if if in your heart you want to love one person and one person only, that's totally fine. You do. That's you. how romantic I am. I just like you know. You know. <laughs> I feel like you have to find the right person. You know. Yeah. Agree. Even like even in, <laughs> even in a poly relationship, I feel like you have to find the right people to be in one with. You can't you just do. be like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm gonna be in a relationship with her, with her. And her, oh yeah, yeah. and I ain't forget. I'm gonna get her over here too. Yeah, you, know? yeah. you can't, you can't just be like, I'm gonna go on the street and pick whoever I want. You gotta be, it's gotta be somebody who understands like what's going on, what part, yeah. what role they play, and stuff like that. That's why I said it, it, it takes maturity. Like you can't be out here like, oh, I'm on all. The, you know what yeah. I mean? It's not like it don't work like that. That's six, not polyamorous. <laughs> That's just you being you and you just want people. And might I add want. another element to this? I feel like only I can speak from this far as I know, but I'm a black gay male. I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm proud of myself, love myself. 
And I feel like growing up in the church, they make it seem like gay or homosexuality is about that. Yeah, exactly. Right. That that two people that are in a that are the same sex can't be in a committed relationship. You know what I mean? Or that it's something it's more it's more about sex and perversion. Yeah, that's not it's, not it's about love, it's about connection, it's about a romantic connection you have with somebody. It doesn't matter what their gender is. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that I do want people to know is that it's not about, you know, homosexuality and sexuality isn't people try to put that in the box too. And, you know, to make it seem like other, just because you're in a relationship with someone of the same sex, it can't be the same commitment. Yeah. Or it's just something else I, than what it really is. Like, no. I think for the simple-minded, it goes straight to sex, sexual fantasies. Yeah. And even, like, with polygamy. Yeah. Um, people think that polygamy having more than one wife or husband, it, they just go straight to, oh, you just want to have sex with him and him. Or mm-hmm. she just want to have sex. You know what I mean? And it's it's not all about that the sex yeah it's not all about that at all so and we confuse I mean, that yeah. you, know? Like a lot of work, <laughs> you know everybody like you know have their own fantasies yeah. i guess they have yeah. their own fantasies about relationships <laughs> on fantasies about and when you grown that's perfectly fine when you got you pay your bills and you grown <laughs> and you live alone or you right. live with somebody that's you do it hey you do your thing but i really want to like I want to shed light on poly uh, polyamory because a lot of people think that it is just sexual or okay. um, or like it's, it's just not possible to like love him and, and her or her and her and him and him, whatever. But really, it's simply just believing that I, I don't own you. I don't own your love and you are free to experience other people and i'm free to experience other people it takes a lot of maturity it does not just sexually but people can offer you something like up here and your you know mentally that you just you know what i mean there's so many people in this world like why reject that freedom to like know other people and experience other people and you know get something from other people learn something so do you want to my question too is like how do you see a family with in a kind of polyamorous mm. relationship, mm. good one, right? That is a good one. Good one. Okay. <laughs> um, that one was a lot more difficult. Yeah. It will really take like the ultimate max 2.0 like maturity because a family that's trying to be polyamorous. That that's yeah. What do you mean by family? Like you got kids with one person, and then you have another partner. I mean trying or... to raise kids in in a, re- in a relationship that's between two people or more than one. So it's like, so basically, so basically it's like having a household with three adults, three adults <laughs> and some kids. And some you have kids. to explain to your kids what sexuality is, what polyamory is, what polygamy is. I've been going be, through that whole thing at, I feel a, like at a decent age. Yeah, I feel like your kids would be confused. They'd be like, so which one is my mama and which one, you know what I'm saying? Both of them. Well, but it, I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, like I feel like I feel like if a kid is raised in a household, they'll be they wouldn't under. I feel like growing up, they wouldn't quite understand like what's really going on based upon what what society is showing them. Like on TV, you don't see three three people relationships. You see a mother and a father. You don't see. But you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like you don't see that. You don't see like. Okay, you're on TV, you don't see like, okay, they have a mom, they have a dad and two moms, or 
a mom and two dads. You know what I'm saying? That's stuff that you don't see on TV. So a kid will be like, you know, they will be a little bit confused about what's it's really going on. Just educating them though, at a decent age, just educating them on what this is. There, there is a such thing as it just because you don't see it on TV, the kid don't see it, does not mean that it doesn't exist. I know. So, I'm, I'm I, and I know I'm not saying that you're not saying that. I'm just, you know, speaking to that part. But I think it's just educating your kids. Like we don't, a lot of us don't even teach our children about sexuality. We don't teach them anatomy. We don't teach them what goes there and what goes here because and we're I, fearful. I used to be a sex ed teacher and I I taught that. Yeah. And when I tell you, they don't. I mean, I had a kid ask me, what are vaginal fluids? And she's in like <laughs> the ninth grade. And I'm just like, oh, baby. They starting off early. <laughs> but I'm just saying though, like we really have to like educate our kids and they'll understand, I think, at a, when they get to a certain age. Just you know, they'll if you. Uh, it's a you know this is a very it can it's a very sensitive topic on both ends. Yeah. Because you have religion, you got right. traditions, you got mm-hmm. culture, you got a lot of things that in between all that. Yeah. So I just feel like the way I process it is, you know, people are always trying to preserve the innocence of a kid. Like that's, that's straight up. Like people just, we have this obsession with preserving this innocence of a child, and you know, you're born into this world, so you're gonna experience it with your parents or not. Right. That's one. Exposed, so, so yeah. you have to like, I think, just guide your child as they grow. Like yeah, maybe right, not yeah. just like scare them of for the you know of the world, but like just guide them. Like okay, you you notice that? Okay, let's talk about it. Yeah. You right. notice that? Yeah. Oh, let's talk about it. You notice that? Not just, oh, so don't go over there because yeah. blah, 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 blah. And here's a long sentence about all Why the stuff you, you don't even know about right now. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, at no. that point in time, you're just lost and confused and don't know what's like. You're just like, wait, but I kind of want to see what it is. But at the same time, you say yeah. it's a bad thing right. to go over there and try and, and talk do that. about the stuff that's taboo. So, like, you know, with yeah. children. Necessarily, like, I feel like all you have to really do is just teach them. Like, just let them know, like, hey, this is what this is. This is how it works. You know, if you need, if you want to find out more about it, you're more than welcome to go try it on your own. If you have more questions, you're always able to come and ask me about it. You know, I just feel like that's how, that's how things should be with certain, you know, certain topics and things like that. I think um, creating a dynamic where it's like, okay, mom, I know that I can talk to you about this kind of stuff. Or, okay, dad, I know I can talk to you about this kind of stuff. You're not going to shut me down. You're not going to say, oh, no, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, fear puts fear in my heart for even speaking about it. Right. You're going to be open with me, you know. So I think creating a dynamic between your kids is, is important as well. And you want to also, you know, people always say, like, your kid's going to want to do things that you tell them not to do more. Right. right. And, you know, when you're not even allowing them to have that open door to, like, talk to you about anything, mm-hmm. like, you're already shutting them out from you and just having, creating that distance with your child. Yeah. And I don't even have right. kids. That's I don't that's just I just intuitively know that I don't what you said basically like when you said that uh when you tell the kid that they shouldn't do it they still gonna do it it's regardless of now like either you gonna know about them doing it or they just gonna do it behind your back I and mean the world exposes them to so much. right and it's it is not like they're just one it's not like they're trying to be like oh you know what I'm not gonna listen to what they said it's experiment, you know. They want to find out for themselves of why they why their parents said that. Oh, you shouldn't do that or or whatnot. You know, like 
oh, you shouldn't go here or whatnot. Why should it not go here? Like, what is there that's what's there? What's, exactly. Like, for what's example, in there though. for me? You know, like, right. And so, like, what's, what's going to happen to me if I go in there? Now, some things you'll just be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take that word on it. Yeah. But some, at the same time, there are other things like, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm going to go see what is, I'm going to go see what's going on. You know, so I feel like your parents are they're trying to look out for you, but at the same time they might be trying to keep you from experience just, yeah. who you really are and what you really want in life. And I was going to say so. for example, Will and Jada. Not, yeah, the, not this Will in the studio. But you know, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett like they get a lot of flack about how they raise their kids and I like the way they raise their kids like they just open-minded and they just creative and just Let them doing do. them like that's exactly the way you're supposed to raise yeah, kids you I know agree. and they did a wonderful job amazing black parents yeah, amazing man. black parents and even will and jada on their red table talk um which is something that i think we should definitely talk about on the juice at some point but they have a really good show called red table talk on yeah. on facebook and they were talking about uh you know stuff like this and also you know open relationships and polyamory and all that and because there's always been this theory that, you know, Will and Jada were in an open relationship. But, uh, you know, I like the way they raise their kids. Like, mm-hmm. I think they just do a great job. And I like how they're just very independent. They don't compare themselves to people on social media. They're not trying to have that body or have that, um, what, outfit that they have on the shade room. They're just doing whatever they want to do and just being Man, free. And They're different. They're different. Like, Very different. coloring their hair the way they want to color it, not comparing themselves to other people. Like, just rocking their own way. Like, they both make music. They're the, both the way they dress is, like, totally different from everybody else. I mean, right. from a point in time, a point in time, like, I ain't gonna lie, I low-key kind of look up to them. Like, oh, the, I look, I look up, up to, up to the, like, Jaden and Willow. Like, cause I like the way they, I like the way that they, they branch themselves off. Like, they're yeah. not trying to be like anybody in, in the industries that they're doing. You know, um, they're up to that family. They're really different, and so yeah. you know that whole family has, that whole family has a successful career. You know, with just everything that they do, to be honest. And, so, and they're just beautiful and black and healthy. Right. <laughs> right. You couldn't ask for more. Like, and. I love that um, their grandmother is on the Red Table Talk, too, and she's, like, so not a grandmother. Like, she looks beautiful. Like, she looks great for her age, and she talks very young, and, like, it's a great show. Y'all should check it out. So, okay, so we're going to get into our next topic, um, and then we'll have a little break here. Um, With this topic, we're talking about feminism, masculinity, and gender roles. Ooh, that's some hot topics. Yeah. So, what do you guys think that what does feminism mean to you guys? Let's start with let's start with Will and you guys. What do I <laughs> what do I define as? Some. I started with an E. Okay, feminism. You see my bag. But feminism is translated by the dictionary app, certified. <laughs> the doctrine advocating social, political, and all other rights of women equal to those of men. In the, in the uh, second definition says an organized movement for the attainment of such rights for women. So, I don't, 
there's a lot of people I know that kind of just dislike the feminism movement. There's people that just you know say, "Oh, women don't deserve." Oh, dang. There's this, this, and that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying, but it's, you know, it's people that's just like the man should should deserve to get paid more. He does more around the house, you know, yeah. etc. But yeah. I mean, I personally do not have a problem with it. If anything, I think, yeah, you deserve to get paid. If we're doing the same amount of work, there's no reason why you shouldn't get paid as much as I get paid. Okay. But, so yeah, if anything, I guess I can kind of say I'm a feminist to an extent because I, I, I advocate for them to be on the same platform as us. So, so yeah, I'm going to just give it to you. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I think this thing, I think everybody should be equal, you know, when it comes to that. You know, um, when, like, when, like, when, like, <laughs> um, like, let's see, like, if I'm, like, doing this and then the woman's doing this, like, we should, like, be, like, together, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. I feel like feminism is like the root of homophobia. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like men have this misconception that you can't have feminine qualities, you can only have masculine qualities, or that feminine qualities is considered to be weakness and you know, you're a punk and all this type of stuff, all these negative stereotypes we pumped into our generation, our heads about feminism and I'm a feminist for the simple fact that I was raised by a single black mother so I've seen firsthand what it's like to struggle to raise a child without a father present so you know I just feel like feminism is something that everybody should support because you're just supporting human rights you're supporting somebody's ability to to work for themselves or to be equal as a man or and stuff like that. But also I think feminism is deep when it comes to masculinity and femininity and, and then toxic masculinity is something that, you know, we talk a lot about in this generation now on Twitter and stuff on black Twitter. They talk about it a lot. And I feel like this toxic masculinity is, is something dissociated with femininity because it's saying that men are, I guess, more superior. I mean, we've said that in society by the way we structure the society, you know, which, Men have phys- we're physically, you know, we can physically do certain things. Women can physically do certain things. We know this. Yeah. But I also feel like um, we need to examine feminism not so much on a physical level, but also a spiritual level because you need to be balanced. Your masculinity and your femininity, femininity needs to be balanced. Everybody needs to have those aspects balanced or you'll be off balance. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. And it, you, if you're too aggressive, too stubborn, if you're too passive too weak, quote unquote, what they say or whatever one's definition of it is, you have to have those things balanced. That's how I see it. Mm. Not, and it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. I just think you need to I agree with that. have that balance. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say, you know, I support it. You know, I feel like women, women have helped us men out in times of in need to be honest like back I, I can't say exactly when but in the war you know the women they came up you know they put they helped us out and they helped us get over you know the, our loss and you know they was in the they was in the warehouse doing the hard work for us while the men was out there on the front lines you know what i'm saying so i feel like women deserve more respect 
for or the things that they do. Um, some of them are more hardworking than some of us dudes out here. You know, they'll they they want to chase the bag more than some of us do, and so I can respect that. Um, yeah, I just feel like women, depending on what it is, women are stronger than men in certain aspects of the world and the things that we do. You know, um, if you don't know, there's a lot of there's a lot of upcoming businesses that are ran by women that were created by women more than men. And so, you know, I support, I support them. You know, I rather, you know, I, I, I would like to see women, you know, become more and more into the world instead of it being like, instead of the phrase, you know, Oh, this is a man's world. You know what I'm saying? Like, but (laughs) you know, I, I feel like women, women can really, women can change the world to be honest you know like if you look at the world today we listen to women more than we do ourselves you know like your mom is a woman you know what i'm saying like if your mom tell you to do something you're gonna do it you know they trying to help us they tell us like you know you eat too much you know she hey look y'all eating too much like michelle obama remember when they was in office she basically was like look you know for all the kids in school Y'all ain't about to be eating junk food no more. It's about to be nothing but healthy food. And I felt like at that point in time, you know, kids was like, oh, it's not a good thing. But then at the same time, it's helping us. Like, still to this day, we still on that because it's somewhat sort of kind of killing obesity, you know, especially with kids that like to eat food all the time. You know, if you at a school where they're giving nothing but healthy, healthy snacks or stuff that you know, it's good for you, but it tastes good. You know, <laughs> they might. But it tastes good. <laughs> you know, and I just want to throw Beyonce in there. I'm a Beyonce fan. I just feel like she represents feminism because she represents a woman can be the breadwinner, a woman can be strong, a woman can be, you know, the best version of herself she can be and still be a woman. You know, and that's what I love about Beyonce. Like, she just. She works hard. She works hard at a, at a lot of men, right. you know, in the entertainment industry, you know, right. and I just, that's, if you don't respect her for that, like, respect her for that, because she proves that she, have, she has her masculinity and femininity balanced, you know? Like a nurse on, she, she can upgrade you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think my, um, well, this has been a, has been a, a topic that has been, like, really hot in my family. Like, we talk about this feminism versus masculinity or feminism and masculinity a lot and it can get heated because it's some strong opinions you know on what it means to be feminism or feminist by a man and there's some strong opinions by women who think what it is to be a man so to women it's like how you gonna tell me how to be a woman you don't live in my shoes you don't you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and then uh, the man is saying how you gonna tell me how to be a man but anyway um I think femininity has been labeled with or categorized with um the like gossip um mischievous kind of women, you know, sneaky, over sexual, um aggressive to an extent, and then men also have the aggression, but the the category, the categories that men have been put in is the toxic, like masculinity thing. You know, it's not like because men can be nurturing, men can be loving, men can be giving and caring. 
sensitive, all of that. But that's that's what men or people put on women, you know. So I don't know. It, it I don't know. <laughs> it's a deep. I mean, it's a broad. It's a very yeah. broad and very deep topic. You know, it is because then you have a lot of people that think you're limited mm-hmm. to your gender. You're limited, you know. And what I mean by that is more so just your individuality as a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who you are as a person, because there's levels to, to understanding your masculinity and femininity. True there's that. levels. True it's that. not just one. And then I feel like, yeah. for instance, let's say if there was somebody out there that was successful prince, mm. Mm. somebody that Good even example. straight men love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just so like confident in his skin and doing something so daring that a lot of people, including myself, would be embarrassed to do. Yeah. Like just fearless, you know, and as he was a legend and, you know, a lot of people just respected him about that. They loved and respected that about him, you know, even men, you know, even when you have grown men, grown heterosexual men that love you for just being yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that means you're making a difference because you're breaking those boundaries yeah. that we've already set in society that men aren't supposed to relate to another man emotionally or or you know, men are supposed to be weak and all these different things that we put in our society, but no, like men we put ourselves in boxes too, you know. Sure that. And so, I and I see that from my perspective, but Yeah. So I believe that like men have femininity and masculinity in them and women have masculinity and femininity in them so what do you guys think on that like men having both you know and women having both I want to just put a disclaimer out there real quick I think it's it, people think automatically oh you're talking about nails or you're no, talking about no, no. <laughs> the, you're talking about the beauty shop but people really like their mind is there so it's like yeah I feel like sometimes I explain it to people like it's energy there we go. It's okay, energy. Yeah. That's all it is. It's energy. Everybody expresses the energy differently. Yeah. Some people more in tune with the energy, way more than others, but it's just really energy. Like, and because I think people would just think, oh, you mean because I'm a guy, like, that mean I'm supposed to do this, this, and that? No. That's mm-hmm. not what it's about. It's more just being in tune with your emotions, being in tune with your sensitivity yeah. to relate to another human being, just being in tune with who you are and not letting being a man or a woman limit that in tune with your spirit, you know? I have to say, like, um, Okay, so my experience in being around a man who was straight up a man, like it was straight masculine energy, like <laughs> nothing else. For like, days. For like, days like, huh? What do you mean, like when you say masculine energy, like what do you mean, like? I give mean, me an like, exa- give me an examples of what you mean, okay. like. What I mean by that is. Okay. And everybody defines their own femininity and masculinity differently, yeah. by the way. Let me just yeah, put that out there. Well, <laughs> so, your example, though. Okay, what I mean by that is straight up, like, the sensitivity part is zero. There's no sensitivity. Maybe, like, a slight hint, but it's very rare. There's um, pretty aggressive. So, if I come to you, say I come to you with a problem, right? A mm-hmm. very sensitive problem to me that may deal with, like, I don't know, some woman <laughs> Right, and you just like, ah, oh, you can get over it. Or, ah, oh, it's cool, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I mean by toxic masculinity. Instead of them coming to aggressive. No, 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 just not even that. Just how they respond. But that's what I was trying their... to say. Like, instead of them being like, oh, you know, it's going to be okay. You know, we can work on this together. They're just like, oh, you know, it's whatever and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you'll be okay. Like, you know. Like, get over it. To... Right, you know? exactly. That's what okay. I mean. And uh, growing up, 
as a as a girl, that was like some real hard stuff because I needed the I needed the femininity from that man that I didn't get. Like the feminine part of them. Does that make sense? What you're saying is like that connection, that emotion, that yeah. that relationship. Like a man can give me a different kind of nurture and mm-hmm. mom can give me a different kind of nurture. And I needed the nurture that, that man could give me. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I think that whether people want to admit it or not, we all need both. I agree. And and that was something that was missing. Yeah. So I it created me to be real like Yeah. Real shell back. <laughs> like I was straight up I was very judgmental. I was like I had no tolerance for nothing and nobody. Like I would say what I have to say and if however you feel about it, that's how you feel and that's how it's gonna be. And I was just straight up like I ain't dealing with it. I don't wanna deal with it. Why are you crying? Stop crying, you know? <laughs> And that that but that hurted me like in in the long term like that really damaged my emotional stability. But you know what happens because I've I've been in because I didn't have my dad. Yeah. I was raised by my dad, so that opened my femininity up more to understand women, to be more connected to my mother's emotions and to understand certain things. So that allowed me to be tapping to my femininity more emotionally. Yeah. And I was also gonna say that uh, you know, pretty much. You know, you can find mentors. You can find women and men in your life that are not your parents that become your mentors, that become that gap, that become that missing link that you didn't have with your parents or that gap in your exploring your femininity or your masculinity and balancing it. You know, you can find those mentors in life, whether that be your professors at school, whether that be your teachers, whether that be people you meet at the radio station, anything. You know, so that's something I had to learn is that there are a lot of men in my life that may, may not be blood related to me or my dad that still make me feel loved by another man like my dad was supposed to do, you know? I think a lot of emphasis is put on, like, a man not having a father figure. Yeah. And it, it is important. Don't get me wrong. It is very much important. But the effect of a, of a girl, mm-hmm. like, I think it's just, it's, I, I have my dad, but there were certain things that I didn't have, mm-hmm. right? And that can, it's like some real, like, trauma. Oh, know? I know. I, I've been there. I know. So, and I mean, I can only speak for myself. I don't, men as well, it can be trauma as well, not having a father or a mom, but I can only speak for myself in this situation, you know, and it was, like, real, really. I feel like if you, like, for a guy, I feel like there's some, if, for guys who don't have fathers, I feel like there's some things that their mom can't really teach them that their dad will be better at teaching them but because they don't have a father they have to do it on their own and learn from their mistakes and understand what you should and shouldn't do in certain situations the thing with that though is sometimes having to do it on your own you it's like you may think that this is how it's supposed to be and this is how it should be this is what happens when this happens but really it's like that's not not how it should be though you know what i mean i felt that like, you can experience something and say, I've learned from that mistake. But in actuality, you didn't learn from that mistake. You didn't get the clues in this mistake. You didn't. You still don't see the red flags. You're still making mistakes that could have right. been prevented if you had. You basically got the 20% right. Yeah, you got the 20% right. And you thinking, oh, I'm 100% right. But you <laughs> but, only got like halfway, bro. You but know that's, what only mean? Because, that's only because you did it on your own. Right, but that's what I'm saying, you know. You, yeah, you know? that's, yeah. 
and another another fact about it is that we don't li- we don't live in a perfect universe. Yeah. So I think we have this idea that your family is supposed to be like perfect. You're supposed to be born with both parents, supposed to be born yeah. with both of your parents' stuff together. Like, and the reality of the situation is that that's a false illusion as human beings that we've created as well. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think on a spiritual level, there's a reason why the dice ended up the way it ended up I in agree. your life. Yeah. But that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But I will say <laughs> yeah, I you. that, you know, there's a reason in your life. Explore that reason why you didn't grow up with your father, why you didn't grow up with your mother, why your parents have issues, whatever the situation or scenario it is, because everybody has it, even if you have both parents. Yeah. I know people that have both parents that yeah. have trauma in their life and issues, and it, it doesn't, we think that it's supposed to be this perfect situation or scenario. It is ideal for a man and a woman to raise kids and to live ha- happily ever after and, and raise their kids right, but the reality of it is, is that the odds don't always end up like that. And we need yeah. to we need to really accept that. That it's not doesn't mean that your family isn't beautiful. Doesn't mean your family isn't special. Doesn't mean that relationship you have with your mother or father or whoever is special. Because it is. But yeah. it's not comparing because everybody's going through their own growth in their family and with their mother, father or trauma. And you know, I've I've realized that you know your parents are just doing the best they can and what they know. They're really do. just big. They're really just big kids. Yeah, that's all they are. I mean, because we got friends that we know or people that we know our age that already have kids, so they're really just. Big and there kids. is a point in your <laughs> life where you have to stop blaming your parents. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, to man, be honest, you talk about the spiritual elevation. Take responsibility right now on this radio. Yeah, like you grown and it's about time for you to like figure it man. out. Now that's a whole Your other level. Did what they did and it messed you up, cool. But now it's like we talk about healing right now. We you yeah. talk about ready to talk yeah, about healing? Man. You ready? Like we can talk about healing. That, that's like that's really what we should be focused on in this quarantine. Healing. Right. And if it, it, it kind of bugs me a little bit because I know people who are grown and they blame a lot of stuff that they're going through, their circumstances, whatever. But and they could it, be living on their own, got their own car, got doing their own thing. Right. And it's still like, ah, oh, man, I can't do that because my mama, my daddy, but, you know, and I get it. I'm empathetic to it. But there is a point where you it's okay to, to look in the mirror and be like, okay. I know some people I that are young that got this stuff together. Young. Old, young. Mm-hmm. You can, matter. you feel me? It don't matter. It, when somebody wakes up, they wake up. When they start right. healing, they start healing. When they start getting confident, they start getting confident. When they start letting all these illusions go, mm-hmm. you know, you can wake up at any age. That's what people mm-hmm. think is the age. No, that's yeah. not a, it's not a limit. No. Some people are just older souls, Excuse you know, me. or newer souls. Damn. So there's that. Okay. Damn, so we're gonna go to a break, y'all. Um, I'm gonna play "Don't Rush" by Young T and Bugsy Feet Heady One. Um, yeah, man, y'all stay tuned. This is the Juice Radio Show. We'll be right back. Yeah, the combo beginning. Yo, put the belly on the bike, make a cut. 
She know what's now she wanna give up. Boy got peas, now she's hopping in the pod. Man, a real life sugar gal, I forget what. When she wants up, tell her meet me at the top. Switching in the other day, I seen her waiting for a bus. Maybe there's a monk clear sweater. Diesel denim. Buy another one, my pockets fight like heather. Neck froze like I don't know no better. Benzo truck, white seats, and they never. Go broke, never. On my grind, she make it look like I'm bust around. I got the juice of sauce and all them things. I've mad twice a night with all my bling. Big Benz, I drive, I brought that thing. Any girl you want, they want my thing. Don't rush, slow touch, run away. Like a go country, grab and buy. Like I'm go bust, eye for eye. I can lose trust. Quite wrong. Easy pop. Where you they go? Go. We they go up. That's my vibe. Let me go up. Let my strength. Man, it's so tough. Blood my eyes. Make a whole blush. Back at the tour bus. Getting cool up. Eat bread. Got on these dress. Got a hand wash. New racks with the old nights in the shoebox. Eat my stats. No cuss. Pull up in a new place. Plate, and she might just, she went trying to move bait When her eyes locked, new tints on her coupe That's a head loss Off my whites, right my rungs Bitchy my mum, why you to do your thumbs Count my sums, this is gonna get long Love my green, I'm trying to get strong Gonna get on, where I'm from is fun Yes, man don't take no dumb threats They see fun, they hop fence We've been up, not up Next, next, next Don't rush, slow touch, run away I go country, grab and buy. I can go bust, eye for eye. I can lose trust. Quite wrong, easy pop. Where you they go, go, we they go up. Catch my vibe, let me go up. The night of trash, man, it's so tough. And introduce them. The one and only. Big chop, no clock, wrist rolls, don't touch, red series, I'm so drunk. Cause I can't drink and drive with my chauffeur Man the what's up with the uncle I really hold this time I work I don't flush See, I was in the works, now my friend outside the top They said they're best friends, I bet they both Cause they both cost cause they said I so And when you're down, there ain't nobody around What's the comeback when you blow up? I got my jacket, but my heat teams tell me what's up. Bar trades in Rui, I used to go up. It's ironic, I just sold out my show in Scotland. Used to say I wanna put Tottenham on a map, but one day I'ma change the map and Tottenham. Don't rush, no touch, run away. I can go country, grab and buy. I can go bust, eye for eye. I can lose trust. Quite wrong, easy pop. Where you they go, go, where they go up. That's my vibe, let me go up. The night is when it's so tough. Baby, I be singing your anthem In front of me, man, them Girl, I go die for your matai Girl, I feel die for your matai Yeah, baby, I be singing your anthem In front of me, man, them Baby, I go die for your matai Baby, I feel die for your matai yeah. When I know get the money, you should buy me, baby You love me night and day Oh, my baby, I love you forever and ever No care what the bad man say I'll be there to protect you, you know, my baby, no worries, I'll be there. 
All right, we are back, man. It is your girl TK, of course, um, the one and only. So we got the crew in a in a in a in a lab, you know. In a lab. I'm so, <laughs> so um, we we talked a little bit about, or a lot of bit about polyamory and feminism, masculinity. Uh, some really good topics. Thank y'all for y'all feedback, you know. Um, so we're gonna get into our next topic, which is key elements in relationships. Hmm. So, um, how many of y'all are in relationships? <laughs> I am. say, yeah. Uh, okay. Me. I heard Quar was, too. I, I said, said me. Oh, I'm not. I said me. The way that, the oh, so y'all both. I said, yeah. No, I didn't say, I'm yeah. Like, I said, yeah. I, I said me. I said me. That's what I said. I, I didn't hear an odd say, yeah. You heard what you <laughs> oh, wanted. Maybe I'm, okay. anyway. My question, how is that? <laughs> How is it? I'm not in one. I can't relate. I don't have a quarantine bay. How is it? Oh, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, oh, we. Oh, oh, don't, 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 don't. Oh, chilling, chilling like a villain. You know what I'm saying? I ain't seen her in a week, but you know that's all I get. That's not my fault. Oh, she worked. But anyway, so wait, what I missed? I missed something. Key elements in relationships. Something went right over my head, like in a week. Not like I, it was oh, a, a figure of speech. Previously, a figure of speech. Oh, okay. I've seen it. It's no, been a couple of days. We, in this quarantine time, in all honesty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> Say it. We we cool. We cool. But um, yeah, cool. It's challenging. I'm gonna just be honest. But I mean, it's cool. But we it's challenging because it is quarantine, so it's not like we can go right. on dates. It's not like we can. You're referring to him, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not All like right. we can go on dates. Not like we can do stuff. You know. So it's like, oh boy. Oh man. Topic, topic. <laughs> so you know, we have to just—it's more yeah. reflecting yeah. on us. Like what we can create together, to be honest. Yeah. Like how we can be creative and what. And how we can okay. grow our relationships to be something. Yeah. Really good, the best version of ourselves for each other. Right. So, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna say it's been a little difficult, you know. Here and there, should be like, let's go do this, let's go do that. Like yeah. everything closed, we can't can't go here, can't do this. You know what I'm saying? She still want to travel, even though you know, and it's like <laughs> you just can't, you know. And so, I mean, it's, it's been cool. It's been cool, you know. Ups and downs, roller coasters here and there, but you know, other than that, it's been cool. You know, it's a great we'll journey to go journey. on. Yeah, it's so, solid. You know what? So then, what is the core values in relationship? In our relationship, or in general? In general. In general. In general. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Mm. Actually, how about what would you say? What would, would it be for y'all? Like, what would be what would be some key elements for y'all's relationship that y'all would want <laughs> if you're not already in one? No way, T. Loyalty. Yeah, okay. That's, that's I, like that. I like that. Communication. Yeah. Friendship. Yeah. Friendship. Yeah. Friendship. Let me say that one more time. Um, <laughs> you want to spell it out? <laughs> <laughs> right. The SpongeBob song. Right. F is for friends. Do Um, but yeah, definitely friendship. Uh, communication. I said that. Um. I would say some creativity in the in the relationship, you know, something that just we can create that doesn't always involve babies, Mm -hmm. something we can create. Maybe we collaborate somehow, you know, like have something together, something together that we can work on together, a creative project or idea. Would it be like a business, a business, anything? 
I'm going to say, like, with communication, because we say that a lot. A lot of people say communication is key, and it is. Key. But I'm just going to say, y'all. What signs are y'all? That's what I want to know. Signs? I'm a Capricorn. Uh, I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. Ooh. So, Libra you know, help. I'm a little. Libra. Capricorn, mm. Libra. Yeah. Lord. Demanding. So, but yeah, uh, I was going to say. Demanding. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Demanding. <laughs> anyway. Wait. Earth, one. right? Yeah. Earth. Yeah. Your Earth. Oh, Capricorn is Earth. Mm-hmm. No, Libra's air. Yeah, Libra's air. Oh, okay. What What are you, Quad? Libra. Uh, oh, my bad. All right. But um, I was gonna say, guys, let me get back. To you. So <laughs> with communication, too. we say it a lot, and it is it is hard, but we also have to be honest with ourselves because sometimes, like I can communicate a lot of things with him, but when it comes down to the real deal, nitty gritty, it's like, no, but dude. am I really being honest, like on some real stuff? You know what I'm saying? Thing. Like. Being honest with myself, saying if I can't be committed, then I gotta say I can't be committed, or it's difficult to be committed for me. Or if I have a problem opening up, maybe in a certain way, sexually or in- intimate, cuddling, whatever, I have to say that if I've dealt with like sexual abuse that that happens, you know, I have to say stuff like that. So it's like communication, like to the T. Like it ha- you have to communicate everything in order for it to really grow, you know, mm-hmm. because that. In the back of your mind, the stuff that you know that you got to work on, if you're not communicating that, then it could be a problem. You're only communicating what we need to do, but you ain't communicating what I need to do for us, you know? Let me say investment, too. Yeah, facts. Investment. Because, you you know, in a relationship with somebody, you got to make that decision about how long, whatever, whatever you need to make. On your own. So investment, like I'm, I'm investing into you because I love you and because I'm putting a stake in this relationship. I'm putting some worth and value in this, in this bond that we have, you know, if you don't get, you don't got that. And it's like, oh, we, the sex is great. And we like to go shopping. We like to go to the movies. We like to, she may be going to this college. I may be going to that college. Like if it's just that, that's yeah. all you work you with. Right. <laughs> like right. you can work with so much more. You know, so that's what I look look for. Okay. What about you? No. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just, I thought you were finished with this bitch. Y'all didn't say trust. So I'm going to say trust. Okay. Okay. Trust in an individual because, you know, it's a lot of people that are, what's the word I'm looking for, insecure in their relationships. They don't, they don't, they don't want to, they don't want to confront themselves and say that they're insecure but it's, it's a lot of insecurity in a lot of modern day relationships and I feel I feel like if people got closure on it it would be a lot life would go a lot smoother but yeah trust is trust is one of my one of my biggest things like cause if you don't if you don't trust me then then ain't, ain't no, ain't no point uh another one is, is empathy if you if I can't empathize with you if you and if you can't empathize and see where I'm coming from from my perspective then it's really not I don't I don't see it really working in the long run. It's a lot of break when I look at relationships I just think of almost like this may be a harsh visual but like a brick wall you're taking each brick out. Yeah. Cause it's like you just either building somebody up or you Turn you tearing them down. That's what relationships are here to teach us, whether you're in a toxic one or or a healthy one. So, okay, you know? so how do you define a toxic relationship? Um, I define definitely a toxic relationship is just pretty much something that you know is not in your best interest, something that you know in your gut 
doesn't make you happy, but you settle for something that you you feel disrespected, especially if you feel disrespected or crossed in some way by somebody and you don't feel like that person empathizes with you or feels any type of, you know, any type of like kind of like what we were saying, like just empathy, you know, because at the end of the day, regardless if you're in a relationship with somebody or not, we got family that we have to love unconditionally, too. And it's yeah. like sometimes we may not agree. Sometimes our topics aren't always on the same page, but we got to figure out a way to empathize with each other and and invest into what we are creating with each other. You know, like invest in this relationship. Like I still love you, even though your favorite color is this and my favorite color is that. Or I still love you, even though I'm vegetarian and you you, you like to eat meat. Like that doesn't mean I don't love you. So that's not like an end all be all to this relationship. Like I think people need to really have those conversations in communication style with their partner. Like. Yeah. You know, like, because I think we're so busy trying to make the perfect partner the, with no par- with no problems. And so I was going to ask you guys, actually, do you think it's possible to actually kill in a relationship with somebody? That that's now that is why a lot of divorces happen. Why a lot of people break up because it's healing that has to take place with you and that person. And if you don't make that decision to heal with them, then that's when people go their separate ways for whatever reason you want to blame it all. You know? I, I, I think that... Or grow with them. I think it's possible if... Okay, I think it is possible to heal within a relationship if your partner can be sympathetic and empathetic yep. towards your situation. If they can actually provide certain things for you that will help you heal. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And if, if you guys are open, like, communicating. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can tell you what's hurting me, what has been hurting me, and you can tell me what's hurting you, what's been hurting you, and we can come together and love on each other, you know, help each other, like, get through it, then, yeah, I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, some people aren't quite ready to take on that challenge because it is a challenge. Yeah, because it's all about not only what you want, what you both want in the relationship, but it's also about what you want and what you want in a partner, what you want in a relationship, and it can cause friction. But those are the most beautiful relationships. Yeah, definitely, definitely, but it can cause the most friction too. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's, that's something that people need to be okay with and ready for. It's like I choose you. You gotta just. I I don't know if. If who or when or when we'll meet that person where we just choose you, but like that's really what it takes is like regardless of how life how hard life gets, if we're in a pandemic right now, like I still love I still choose you yeah. to deal with this pandemic together. You know, so that's what I feel like people need to look for. Not oh I that that skirt was like so was popping in that right. picture like <laughs> I'm let me let me DM you right now. You know, like if that's your main focus and intention behind getting to know somebody like that's it's going to end and not in your favor because you know yeah. I think in these times if I'm still with you baby I am rocking with you because you know but but you know another thing I want to say too like it's okay to date it's okay to not be ready to be in a relationship it's okay to be in that in between phase it's okay to have a good time it's all good and okay like you don't got to be I think it's one thing that can be a bad thing about relationships and love is just how serious we get we make it well, there needs to be some fun there needs to be some friendship there needs to be 
you know, it can't be always just stressful. Like there needs that's why friendship is so important with somebody before you decide to get serious with that's them. That's true. Yeah, my mom like, always tells you yeah, that's very true. Because it can be stressful because then that person doesn't become your friend, they just become your lover. Mm-hmm. Do you want a do you want a lover and a friend or you want a lover? Like Lover. <laughs> you feel me? I <laughs> Oh, y'all wouldn't know about that. <laughs> oh, <whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I definitely agree that you know relationships are not easy. They're not supposed to be. The relationships that you want to last. But not even not supposed easy. to be. Yeah, we but think they are. What makes them beautiful and what makes them worth it is in those hard times, still being able to rock with each other, still being able to like look at you and say, like, yo, I'm dealing with this problem. Like, let's get through it together. You know and in return, it's, I just think those those are the things that will define your relationship. If you can get through this hurdle, this bump, if you can get through all of this stuff, then we eternal. Mm-hmm. You know? But, and then also with child, and because I'm into, you know, spirituality and spiritual growth, I'm going to say one of my mentors always tells me every morning when we have, deep, you know, deep conversations about finding our soulmate, because we always fantasize about that, you know, finding our soulmate and all these different things. The one thing we always go back to is, okay, you're always attracting your match. You're always attracting your match, even if it's not the match you wanted, still a match. So if you want to attract better in your life, better friends, better people, you just got to attract from within. You got to really literally look at that and like, okay, what kind of woman or man I want to be with? Do I even exude those qualities? Do I even, you know, meet the things on the list that I'm putting towards another person? Or am I just saying, oh, you got to do this. You got to have a bad body. You got to do that. You Do I do any of this? Like, do I check half the things off on the list of the person I envision for myself? Like, that's how deep, if you want to attract your mate, like, you got to really get to the nitty gritty. Yeah, you got to eliminate the middle man right there, you know? Yeah. That's, and that's how that connection will be strong. That's how that connection will thrive because both of you are understanding yourself. Because you have to understand yourself before somebody can understand you. Just like this, you got to love yourself before somebody can love you. And that's it's how okay it always to take is. the time to do that. It's okay to take the time to do that. It's okay to be single. It's okay to date. It's okay to... Yeah. It really is. Like, you don't have to be forced. Yeah. You shouldn't be forced to get in a relationship if you're not ready. Just, not, just don't play with somebody's feelings in their heart. Right. <laughs> I mean, whatever that looks like in whatever situation it is. But. So, man, we've been talking. What are, what are y'all thoughts? <laughs> right. What do y'all think Locking about this stuff? Yeah. Uh, I think if you like not ready for a relationship, you should not go in a relationship because you might damage that person. You know, play with their feelings and stuff like that. Say it yeah. one more time, little C. Say it one more time. <laughs> Say it one more time, little C. So I said that uh, if you're not ready for a relationship, do not get in a relationship because you might um, break their um, what did I say? Hurt their feelings. <laughs> hurt their feelings. Yeah, hurt, hurt their feelings yeah, and damage yeah. them and damage them and stuff. So if you're not ready for a relationship, do not do it because you know, you don't know what that female been through. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Also, get a relationship coach if you want to invest in your relationship. Maybe get a therapist for your relationship. Oh yeah. Just something to throw out there. Therapist yeah. can be good for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love the feedback, man. Yeah, that was yeah. that was that was some deep stuff. I'm over here like, hmm. <laughs> <You're> right? No, <laughs> my, uh, nah, but that was that was some good stuff. Um, y'all at 7:33. Um, 
we're gonna have a quick little break uh get ourselves together get some water you know do what y'all gotta do um and we'll be right back this is the juice radio show y'all stay tuned man we're gonna be back with the goods with the juice you know so yeah this is tk we'll be back I was also gonna say the freedom to be yourself. Whenever, if you okay, without the sex, what is it? You know, if it's nothing, then it's like because we all desire to have a sexual relationship. 
You don't understand that's my time. I made him a million now. Fuck you, we are rich. I ain't trying to have babies right now, so we fuck with a rubber, but I got a rub. Know this money bring give me, you probably won't be me, but bro, we can't be by no smart. Overseas got a crowd doing my shit. Can't believe that I'm still in an apartment. Businessman went and got me in office. Me and Dollar deals, I get them off. Me and Dollar was serving on Spawn Street. All legit, he gon' stay with the chopsticks. I got raw, that shit made me a monster. He bitch, you know this my sister, my mama. Now they houses as big as they want them. I didn't run out no more. Living like we in a race, I might come in first and second, but I won't never be last. Lately, I've been in my bag, but told me don't take my foot off the gas. They give you an inch, gonna take you a mile. I'ma shoot by myself like a ten up a foul. City to city, got girls going wild, and I reach for my chain when I jump in the crowd. I'm also low out of squat. We finally made it, let's pop us a bottle. I took the lead and let everyone follow. They know I'm running it right to the bank. They want me to ease up, I didn't leave them any breathing room. Sorry, I told them I can't. Heard you a rat, so you know what's gonna happen whenever we catch you. I run with them straight. Keep all the moves I've been making by the time I get 40, I gotta be one of them great. Watch how I move with this paper, I know if I strip up one time, they gon' try to come take it. Really, they get it, even be faking. I don't want they vibes, so they hand ain't shaking. She on that 42 straight with no chase. I'm trying to get out of here and go taste it. Yeah, my diamonds be TV. They don't want deals on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but I got something to lose. In this street, I didn't. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beaches, 